Everybody. Hi, hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. It's the Tim Heidecker Office Hours Live Experience. Nothing has prepared you for this show, folks. Get ready for constant entertainment coming at you on the regular, as the kids say. It is an, a, a tremendous day today. We're looking hi, at folks. July 16th, actually. Can you believe that, Doug? July 16th already? We are midway through summer. And how's it looking out there, folks? Is everybody uh, tuned in? Have you t- taken a moment now? What, <laughs> what is this music? Let's <laughs> get have the vibe ta- going. Have you taken a moment to let your friends and family know that we are currently live on the YouTube platform right now? Right here, right now. Watching the world wake up from history. We are live. And we're coming to you live. Thursday morning, that's what it means, Thursday mornings. Some people say, Tim, when you do the show, I say Thursday mornings, 10 a.m. here on the West Coast, 12 p.m., 1 p.m. on the East, and other times elsewhere. Vic, welcome to the experience. Good to have you. Very happy to be here today. And I'll turn things over to Doug Lusenhop, DJ Doug Pound. Good to have you on the experience as well. Thanks, Tim. I'm uh, looking up Jesus Jones. Jesus Jones. Me, What's he up to? What's the latest I'm from Jesus to, Jones, I'm everybody? To see what Jesus Jones has been up to. Jesus. Oh, there's a good Bob Dylan drop in there. Let's get our uh, Casey Kasem's Lotto Picks of the Week. <laughs> Katie, if anyone plays, I don't play lottery. I don't play lottery, but if I did, we now have a service here providing you with Casey's Picks. Casey's picks are coming to you live here on Office Hours. And these are your lotto numbers. These are three numbers that you can play in your daily lotto. Let's hear them, Doug. Want another one? (laughs) Here we go with Casey's lotto picks. Okay, good. Sure. Go ahead, Casey. The floor is yours. What are the three numbers people should play? And by the way, if you win... Now, on with the countdown. Make sure you uh, hit us up with a Patreon subscription at uh, patreon.com slash office hours live. It's always a great way to support the show. Uh, Casey, what numbers do you have for us today? I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> Case? Want another one? I, I want the numbers, Casey. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> so you have, you have no numbers? Got you. What? Got you. Got Just, you. What uh, numbers do you have for us, Casey? Sure. Sure. Six. Six. Okay, six, everybody. 
What else? Want another one? Yes. Uh-huh. We want three numbers, Casey. I'm ready. Go for it. Sure. Go. <laughs> Give us a number, Case. One. Six? One. Want okay. another one? Yes. The third number, please. I'm Casey Casey. I know, sir. We want the third number for the lotto picks. Want another one? Yes. Yeah. Go. <laughs> Good. Say it. Got you. Get us Casey. the third number, Four. please. Four. Okay. We have six, one, four. Those right. are the lotto picks. Want another one? No. Thank you very much. Sure. Listen, folks, a couple of business. We got a great show today. I'm We're going to talk. Casey. Thank you, Casey. We got... I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up tempo record. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. Back to hell you go. Oh, no. Back to bye bye. Back to hell. Um, this may seem to be a strange request. Okay. Thank you, Doug. Sorry, I just okay, folks. Good. Just, here's the vibe of the show today. I I briefly discussed that a few days ago, and then we spent the last hour preparing the show today with not a mention of Casey's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and it just popped in my head. I said, Ooh. "Okay, good. <laughs> All right, All right now retire, retire the the uh, suite of Casey Kasem for the day, please." Let me just calm down for a second. We're all caffeinated. Uh, we have a big show today. Uh, future Congresswoman Pam Keith from Co- uh, Congressional District 18 will be calling in, I hope. Matt, that's fairly confirmed? 100% confirmed. 100% confirmed. She's running against my uh, fictional character that I created, <laughs> K.W. Miller. <laughs> and, I'll say. And, uh, you know, as you all know, K.W. K.W. Miller does not exist. What was that? Is that me? Mm. Do you want to uh, have a quick uh, quote from KW minutes after he left our show? What? Like here. Because you, you brought up that his uh, followers may end up killing for him. He's very concerned <laughs> about that. So What's this? KW is uh, concerned because you brought up that he's so, you know, on, on Twitter is like, you know, calling for canceling people and, and uh, putting them on notice. And, you know, he's worried that pe- you were worried that yeah. people are going to kill for him. So. He took that to heart, I guess, and he... If anybody watching me thinks that punching, kicking, shooting, maiming, murdering another civilian is, is okay, then you need, to, you need to go seek counseling because it's not. See? So you're making progress here, Tim. I know, but his, his Twitter account has been full of inflammatory oh, it's insane. nastiness. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. Today he was calling out uh, Fauci, saying that he's a fraud and all this crap. So... Um, no, I listen, folks. We are going to talk to Pam Keith. It's going to be a fair and balanced interview. I'm going to show her the same respect that I showed K.W. Miller. Uh, the puppets are not here today, but uh, we will. No, we'll talk to fair her. Fair and balanced. It's fair, but this is what we do. We offer platforms for people that want to talk about the issues, that want to talk about fair the things balanced. that they care about. For any crazy person. Fair and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll talk to one of my favorite people. Uh, John Early. John Early, great comedian. And Fair and balanced. And okay. we, we have plenty of fun planned around that experience as well. Um, a little show business very quickly. Uh, it is uh, with not a heavy heart, but with, I guess, some heart. We say goodbye to Starburns Audio, Starburns Podcast Network. Okay. Uh, it's been in the works for a while, Matt. And, uh, you know, we brought Matt in, of course. Matt, the producer here, has done a tremendous job. Goodbye! Ciao, bellissima.
And there were some redundancies in in the flow and the way that we were no uh, dealing with the how the show came out. See it. I don't like it. Get them all out. So you won't hear on this episode. I don't believe you've heard these Starburns audio at the beginning. This is a purely independent more. project at this point. Now we are working with a company called Anchor, who what? hosts the show. But we're going to be much more discerning about if you listen to the podcast. Huh? If you're just watching this on YouTube, it has no bearing in your life at all. But if you're listening uh, on the podcast, you notice we're going to be much more discerning about the ads that get thrown on this show. There was a, I would say, Matt, would you say a willy nilly approach to ads on our podcast? Um, obviously, a lot of Sklar bro- brothers. A lot of Sklar brothers. Loud, 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 <laughs> unmixed. <laughs> Yeah. Much louder than our show, even when our show is at a proper volume. Yeah. So yeah. now's a now's. Yeah. <laughs> it's an anchor dropping in the wall. Oh god! <laughs> Thank you for the annotation there. One more time. Right. So we thank uh, we thank Starburns and Aristotle. Every week, Aristotle did a terrific job of getting the show out on the day that we did the thank show. You. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. But Thank it's you. just going to be easier and I think a better flow that we have full control over how the show comes out. The other thing we're trying today, just for the hell of it, I guess, uh, is the YouTube comments. Doug, are you seeing that? People are able Go, to what? People are able to chip in some some cash and 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 actually let's go to the comments. Chat. Go, Doug. Give me a comment um, from the super chat. What does it do for you? What does anybody pop up and you go? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, one guy says, Tim, I ain't seeing Doug. Turn up Vic, one guy says. What? Tim, I can't see Doug. That's a great comment I like. Okay. I mean, I see you. <laughs> turn. turn. <clears throat> Excuse me. There he is, the um, master. Stuart uh, Phillips says, I'm really funny, but he spelled it wrong. Oh. Um, he spelled funny wrong or he spelled... <laughs> I think he spelled one... Of, I, the, the comments are just coming in There's fast a lot and of, loose a lot and they're of flying up. These are all free comments. Though, How can you... Oh, I don't want to hear any free comments. These are all free. Oh, you know you what? Know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want... There's some super chats coming in once get, in a while. Yeah, let's get those we in. Shout out Bacon Cat. Bacon Cat. <laughs> Bacon Cat. Wow. So, listen, I, I am not going to become one of these Tim, what's his name? Tim Pool YouTubers. One of these uh, where, where it's the symbiotic, almost, um, uh, what's it called when you're in a relationship where everybody, you, you know, you're, it's yeah. an unhealthy, what's that called? Uh, uh, um, Ryan Harris can go Excuse screw. <laughs> he says less Doug. Okay. What's the matter with you? I'm on the chat. I, I don't care what you're saying. I'm looking at the chat. That's where the that's where the real action is on the show. It, what's it called, Vic? You are dependent, dependent, codependent, co-dependent. relationship with yeah. these commenters Beef. and money and yeah. Uh, but we're just trying to utilize some tools so that we can build the show and and uh, make it a successful show. And it already is a successful show. Let's be honest. And we have a terrific. I didn't tell you guys this, but. Time Magazine is featuring me on the cover <laughs> exclusively uh, on the cover for the month of August. There'll be Fair four enough. issues every week, and it'll be on the, it's called the Podcast Explosion. And it will be <laughs> me on the cover every uh, week in different shirts. So I'll be wearing Fair a shirt in the first cover. And I'll be wearing my classic black T-shirt and then some other shirts. Let's take a Zoom call just to make sure. Everyone's out there. Everyone's healthy and happy. Um, I have a boner. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to talk about that for a second. I, ch- I ch- d- sometimes do 
drop into uh, the Joe Rogan show just to like if it comes up in my YouTube. The pounding. And I was like, oh, see what he has to, what him and Bob Saget are talking about just for fun. Huh? For fun or whatever, just to be like, I always think like, is maybe that's a good show. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> I miss you. And it's so bad. It's such a shitty show. I'm a fucking bona fide moron. They 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 sit across from each other and like they talk about shit they don't know anything about. I mean, it's kind of like me, I guess. But Victor oh, yeah. makes a bunch of very most, funny the most uh, sort of internet videos. Shallowest perspective on everything that's coming out and wow, and oh, it is preposterous. I just I suggest try watching the first seven minutes of the Bob Saget interview. No disrespect to Bob Saget, whatever. But try watching that. It's like a it's like a parody of a Joe Rogan show. It's what like it's the it's what you think that show might be about, but you can't believe it. Can we like, just it can't communicate? Be that. It can't be that uh, bland and boring. Get the fuck and out of here, bitch! Can't someone say what they think and I say what I think and we just d- decide? Matt, like, can you just give me somebody? Give me somebody. Because I'm tired of be saying of hitting with Molly. Molly. Yeah. By the way, I took Molly for the first time this morning. Um, no worries. I took the drug what? Molly after breakfast. Molly, how are you this morning? Hey, what you, you should think about doing What's... is an ayahuasca session. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> what is going on there, Molly? How is everything over there in the <clears throat> island of the United Kingdom? She's an islander. Huh? Um, it's good. Yeah, I'm a f- I, my first day back to work today. There you go. So, Getting things back on track in England. Congratulations. We are far we'll from go. that. I mean, uh, we're in a terrible situation over here. We'll things go. keep getting worse. We have it under control. It's oh, no, we don't, uh, sir. Gonna be just sir, fine. we do not have it under control. It's getting better. <laughs> it's not getting better, Paul. <laughs> so, Molly, what do you have for me? We'll do you have go. any questions for me? I do have a question. Um, I've got a little uh, film-related question today. Film-related um, question. So, do you guys know that uh, there's a Chicken Run 2 in the works? No. Damn I love the original Chicken Run. The, uh, Was that stop the motion Wallace or, and Gromit uh, people. Yes. Uh, right? Who made that? So, uh, mm-hmm. Wish I knew their names. I thought they yeah. I mean, uh, that was one of those that I feel like came out and it was probably around i mean pixar movies had come out but it was also this like you know what it's actually a pretty good movie like it's i know it's for kids but it's a, it's a very smart right is that the deal with chicken run yeah kind of based on the great escape with steve mcqueen mm-hmm. ardman animation that's it so but they've you know got what? a new well, one coming huh yeah they've got a second one coming. i'm a, I'm a big chicken run fan myself okay. um the the main guy the main guy was Mel Gibson and the old one he's oh, yeah. he's been axed now. Ooh. I was wondering like who would you put as Rocky from Chicken Run? You mother chicken China the Chinese chicken. <laughs> <laughs> who would I put to replace Mel Gibson? And it's just a voice actor, right? So it could be anybody. How about the great John Early? What about Debbie Gibson? <laughs> or, or like a Mel Gibson impersonator? Can you just do that? Just a you cunt! <laughs> there we go. I'll do my. Tim will do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could do it. Why couldn't I do it? Listen, a duck. We've got to get out of this chicken. We've got to get out of this chicken farm. <laughs> I was li- there's a, a story in the New Yorker. Listen to me. Quiet, quiet, you. There's a story. I listened to this on Fresh Air, maybe. It's a story in the New Yorker by Jane My- Mayer, Meyer, Mayer, Myers. about the uh, this the guitarist. Chicken, 
Jean, John, John. <laughs> I know. My name's Jane Meyer. John Meyer. John Mayer. Jane Meyer. She's a terrific reporter, but she's written this thing about the chicken industry, Doug. You're going to love it. This is a bad I'm, scene. I don't want to hear anything about it. It's that. the guy running this chicken farm, and he's like a big Trump supporter, a big Christian of evangelical. Course. Probably Purdue. And they're, mm. uh, no, it's he's not that. He's working in the government, that guy. But it's it's explosive. It's disgusting. And the, hey. the way they're handling the coronavirus, the COVID situation, is they're getting all these waivers, so people have to work, and they have mm. to process something like there's some rule that they you can only process so many chickens per minute. We know what we're saying by process. Per we're talking minute. about like slaughtering these poor birds. I want to give my blood. And, but they've gotten this waiver. So like they can, apparently you can, uh, you can only slaughter 120 birds a minute, which seems like an, a lot. But, only? Um, only. But then they've gotten these waivers so they could do more. And there's all these people, these people that work there that are getting sick. Who's signing like these infections. waivers to do more slaughters yeah. than that? More they chickens you slaughter, the more chickens you sell, Doug. No, that's why you just don't eat any of that shit. Oh, I gotta boycott the whole yeah, industry. I got to get off meat, but when I eat that. that Beyond Meat, I got farts and I get <laughs> gas. Don't eat that either. What am I supposed to do? I, I even tried to eat... <clears throat> listen to this. I tried to eat... I'm eating dates, right? I'm putting dates, oh, yeah. beautiful medjool yeah. dates in a smoothie. <laughs> and I get... That shit goes right through me, babe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wet, wet, sloppy shits. So I'm like, well, <laughs> dates seem like what could be better for you? But here we are. So I don't know what to do. Anyways. Speaking of chicken movies, another really thank good you, one Molly. Is, uh, that has chickens in it. It's about foxes. The Wes Anderson one, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. That is a perfect movie, in my opinion. If anyone's seen it, I don't know, I don't know if I need to see that twice, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've watched it so many yeah. times. I don't know if I need to see that twice. I haven't seen that <laughs> one. It was really good. I heard it's good, huh? It's really good, yeah. My kids were watching um, Inside Out last night, <clears throat> yesterday after dinner, and I was like, oh, I've seen this before. It always makes me ch- choke up. Cool, man. And I sat down to watch the last, the last third of that movie, and it got me again. It got me right in the gut. <laughs> I was choking up. <laughs> Wah. Sucky, um, sucky, lovey, lovey, mommy, mommy. Anyways, let's get to the city of the day. We're running late already. I've only talked to one person, though. Let me talk to one other person. Who do we got, Matt? Anybody that you're just dying for me to talk to? Emily Bolka? Emily. Hey, what's up? What's I actually up? want to continue this chicken run conversation. No, you, wait, hold Whoa. on. A, I'm stop. stoked. Stop. Let me just get shit. what you're saying. You want to continue this chicken run conversation? <laughs> There's mm-hmm. Molly. There she is. You guys can this, exchange uh, information. This is a coordinated effort and talk like, about no, chicken, I run, just, chicken run troll. I don't want this show to be all about chicken run. What do you want me to say? I, I, this I, week I attended a PowerPoint party in which we got to present various theories of things we thought about okay. uh, over Zoom. And our PowerPoint was about how a chicken run can be seen as an allegory for World War II uh, because they have all the chickens in the camp. And then the American chicken comes flying in and tries to save them with the help of the British guy, Doc. And eventually they escape their tyrannical rule. And if you look at the claymation houses of the little chicken coop, it looks super concentration. Well, it's pro, uh, it's pro the, it's pro the allies, right? It's not a, it's not a, 
a pro yeah, it's, it's pro allies <laughs> right well, then that's fine yeah but I mean, it's, it's just an interesting theory but then with the whole mel gibson thing you know now that he's not going to be part of the film i just think it's a very interesting sub-layer uh, to it i wonder if the producers of chicken run kind of tiptoed around mm -hmm. that allegory when dealing with mel gibson <laughs> this Probably. isn't uh, this isn't some kind of anti-Nazi thing, is it? No, no, Mel. No, are you are you crazy? No, no, uh, no. It's just a story about chickens, you know. All right, good, because I don't want to piss off like my dad or anything, you know. Oh dear. All right. Well, thank you, Emily. And now I must say, with peace and love, after this call, any mentions of Chicken Run will be tossed. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Fucking difficult. Let us purge the Mel Gibson drops. I'm keeping those live the whole show. Let us purge any talk of 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 chicken runs. Chicken walks for Christ's sake. Even chicken chicken walks can go to hell. All right, city of the day, everybody. Chicken scratch. You know, you go to the doctor and he. Yeah, the doctor. The doctors don't know how to write. They do chicken scratch when they write the prescription. Ain't much more to say. It's By the, the way, city of the day. there's certain people that want this track. I know. I don't see any problem with releasing this on the Patreon. So Ooh. if you go to patreon.com slash office hours live, <laughs> we will provide you the MP3 lossless. <laughs> <laughs> lossless quality. <laughs> City of the Day is sponsored by Solemn's Solemn Shorts. Summer's here. Summer's here, but that doesn't mean formal events, including funerals, wakes, memorial services, and the like are put on hold. You have to show your respect, but it's 90 degrees out there. Introducing Solomon's Solemn Shorts. Shorts designed and tailored for formal events. These are really classy shorts. They have classic gray, pinstripes, navy blue, even formal tuxedo styles. I tell you, these shorts are fancy. <laughs> For those cowboys who like to show off a little bit more leg in those 100-degree Texas summer funerals, try out a pair of Solomon's Solemn Short Shorts. These are denim shorts cut five inches higher than the classic Solemn Shorts. These rugged short shorts come in the manliest of patterns inspired by classic Lone Star State imagery. Rattlesnakes, Texas Longhorn cattle, and cowboys with lasso designs. Call now. No, don't call now. There's nowhere to call. It's time to say I do. But why not say I don't to an uncomfortable nuptial? Solomon's solemn shorts can turn a humid wedding ceremony into one of the driest days of your lifetime. Sweat less and say yes. <laughs> Tired of sweating bullets when you're forced to attend yet another burial? <laughs> Tired of sweating bullets when you're forced to attend yet another burial at sea in the Bahamas or other uncomfortable Pearl Harbor memorial services? Don't worry. Solomon has now officially joined forces with our Navy SEALs to produce... <laughs> Why do they join with the Navy SEALs? With our Navy SEALs to produce solemn shorts in the exact shade of white that our boys on the big ships wear. You no longer need to stress over attire, just practice your salute. Are you dreading going to yet another summer memorial service at the lake? Solomon has restocked their Meshkito's short long pants. They're the same handsome solemn... Solomon shorts, Solomon Solomon shorts, you already know and love, but they have a mesh covering attached that runs from your knees to your ankles. 
So get the look of handsome shorts, but protect your calves and from bug bites with their patent-pending mesh design. Uh, these are great shorts. Go to uh, Solomon Shorts, Solomon's SolemnShorts.com slash office hours to receive 20% off your your uh, fifth pair of shorts. I guess you have to buy. So what is, so I'm a little confused by this. I'm sorry, I just got this copy today. They're they're selling them. These are not shorts sold in sold in pairs. That's right. They you you get one short, so okay. you got to buy them. If you want a pair, you got to buy two. <laughs> okay, so if you want a pair, so just when you're selecting your solemn short, yeah, just know when you when you pick one, that's one short. That's that's right. Yeah, it's that's not, not one pair. pair, right? And that's, if you want them put together, there's the stitching fee. Please add that to cart. <laughs> Stick, stitching fee not included. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you can pick your stitch. Very good. You know. PYT. PYS. You I think. Did you miss some of these down at the Probably. bottom? Probably. I mean, listen. Good ones at the bottom down here. Okay. Maybe this one or. Wait. Last uh, week, our engineer James had to identify the body of his drowned cousin. Not our engineer. Is this our engineer? We don't have an engineer named James. Tim, just go with Last me. week, an engineer named James had to identify the body of his drowned cousin. He said solemn shorts were perfect for the job, and he felt cool and fresh the whole time. Now his cousin can rest in peace, which which James and James can feel the breeze. Okay, I should start reading these before, uh, before reading them. But uh, solemn shorts coming to you live. Um... Right, what, about these, what about the one below it? And the I, one below, I, TK, give it to me, TK. You've got some fun party lights going on there. What's happening? Wait, we didn't do the city. Oh, this, I always I did code. this last time. Hold on, TK, code. are you there? TK, are you there? I can't hear TK. I will get to the city. Here it is. Who's TK? Like, like a what? Cahokia, <laughs> Cahokia, Illinois. Cahokia. Oh, I forgot. Is close to the Cahokia Mounds <laughs> historic site. Which contains over 80 large mounds of dirt. We've seen these, Doug, right? You must know about the, the mounds in Illinois. Cahokia is also the hometown of the country and rock band Well Hungarians. Okay. <laughs> the weather in Cahokia is... Anyone want to guess? Doug, you want to give us a guess on the weather in Cahokia? It's humid. It's about uh, 84 degrees. 89, my friend. Mm. Not even close. Well, close. Not even close. Uh, who is on the phone here? TK, can we hear you? TK's not happening. What the heck's TK? I like this name, Benson Bradster. Huh? Benson. What? Hey, Benson. Hey. Holy shit. Wow. Give me the Benson theme song. Somebody. Yeah. What? I mean, come on. Well, what's your name, you though? Me? What's up, Benson? What's your name? Like Chad or some shit? Hey man, I'm your neighbor. I'm in Pasadena right now. Okay. Gonna be, walking, gonna be walking around Go the brand what? looking for you. You're walking walking around where? Uh, brand the is brand, closed. the Americana. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hear you, Brad. Brad. Hey, I got I got a question. Go ahead. Uh, big on cinema head. Thank uh, you. Been like watching through the back catalog. Where did you find everyone? <laughs> like, where did you find Axiom and Mandalorian? Where did I find everyone? Yeah. I mean, you know, Cruise, I'm not going to give you my, what, I, I'm not going to give you my secret sauce. Okay. This is like the Colonel's 12 spices here. Uh, no, there's no, um, 
There's nothing special really about it. We just are ca we're masters of casting. Well, isn't that good? Yeah. Yeah. We got lucky. I mean, we cast Axiom from a headshot. That's who he is. That's what he looks like. He is a rock and roller. He is a, you know, Sunset Strip guy. And was that his, like, uh, his bio on the on whatever casting website? It was like quintessential rock and roller. And that's what you were looking for? Yeah. We're looking for a guy that's going to play the kind of music that Tim from On Cinema is going to be playing and... But what happens is we get we bring these people in and then we develop relations relationships with them. And what's funny about Axiom is we find out that he's Italian. He grew up lived in Italian and lived in Italian lived <laughs> <laughs> lived in Italy, and what, what had like his own comedy kind of prank show in Italy. And he was like he loves comedy, he loves what we do, and so he was a fan oh, of the, the fan of what we were trying to do. So and then we end up touring with yeah, him and get along. I consider him a friend. So he sent me a, he sent, hey, the guy sent me a fucking July 4th text saying happy July wow. 4th. That's not, I don't send him nothing on Italian day, <laughs> Columbus day. I saw you guys in Nashville. <laughs> Say that again. I got, you got totally drowned out by the guys. Uh, doing the on cinema show. And I was just really stoked to see Axiom and Manuel like traveling with you. Well, thank you, Benson. And thank you for your, Frankly, your leadership here. So, is your dad named Ben? Benson. Is it? Yeah. Is your name really Benson Bradster? No. Okay. Well, my dad's name is Ben, and I'm from Iceland. So. You're from Iceland? No. Okay. Thank you. It was really good wait, to wait, talk wait. to. Can I ask one chicken run question. Yeah. I, I don't have a chicken run question. <laughs> you were gonna. Angle oh, I see. Keep, uh, uh, Tim, keep keep Tim. keep uh, trucking. How about that? That's my new sign off. Tim, I, I have a. <laughs> A question. Um, did you mention that the the city of the day was cracked, and now we have a oh. new code to crack? Um, code crackers. Oh, this right. is a new code. I mean, don't we have a new code to yes, crack yes, for the city of the day? Shouldn't we one. let okay the listeners know that there's a new? I did not know that. I'm sorry, I was not on in the, in on the loop. But there. last oh. week we came up with the new code, but you. I don't know what that city has to do with our new code. It's the new code. I it's the beginning of the new code. So the, we've started a new code. The last code was we were working backwards from a Wikipedia list of uh, population. So we started small. And we were going to continue, I assume, along until we hit New York City or Los Maybe Angeles, Detroit. whatever the number one population city is. Maybe it's... It, I don't know where I'm it is. But yes. So... We are moving things to a different, a totally different code, and it's your job to crack it. If you can crack it, let us know. I don't think you're going to be able to crack it with one, one city. The city today is Cahokia, C A H O K I A. So, so the 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 pattern will present itself over time, over time. Over weeks it's, and weeks and weeks. Keep listening. Yeah. Keep listening. That's you know what? It's a good. It's a good incentive to keep listening and paying attention to what's going on in the world. It's important. I'll <laughs> All <see>. right. <laughs> Is our guest ready? Yes. Ulysses okay. S. Grant. Let us have our first guest of the day, our special guest. Everybody, I'm so honored to have the audience calling in, and I'm so honored to have Doug and Vic here. But my guest... Oh, my God. I better fix this quick. I said, what drew you to pubic service, not public service? 
Sephahide. Where is some copy guest? on the shorts ad if you want to read some more? I'm done with the solemn <laughs> shorts. We can get those in. That was the yeah. longest ad. Yeah. I know, but it was fun. Where is uh, oh more. Pamela Keith There's is with me at the? the can you guys can you show some respect here? I apologize, Pamela Keith. Welcome to Office Hours. Can you uh, can you hear us, Pamela? Folks, I, I don't believe this is on our end, by the way. No, no, she's. It's, there's, I see her picture. Maybe she's trying to log back in. Well, sorry about that. That's okay, but just just stay on top of it. Let me know when we have her. I like this. What's this? She's seeing the screen right now being like, how do I get out of this? Pamela. Stop it. All right, Matt, you keep. uh, It's looking good for KW. Yeah. (laughs) He might win his. All right. Uh, what about Phil? Can you help us here, Phil? Uncle Phil? No, well, we'll be Come back to her well, in a yeah. second. Get Phil. Phil. Well, Phil is, you know, do you want to get later. into this Phil's case? Phil's more of a drain. Do you get into it? We could get into it now. No, I want to talk to Pamela, man. I want you to produce this. I know. I, I'm <laughs> talking to her guy, or he's, I'm not hearing back from her guy now. Oh, the guy's at, the guy got fired. Probably. He's like Brad this. Pascal. Maybe KW... Went to the guy's house. And That's what's happening uh-huh. is KW is sabotaging. Yeah, us he interview. broke in. Hacked in. Are, so are they running against each other, Pam and KW? They're in the same district. Well, what's happening is um, KW, Pam is running as a Democrat and uh, guided by the name of Brian Mast, who's the current, uh, the incumbent in the district, is running as a Republican. And I believe our boy KW is running as an independent or in some other party. So He's in the Q party. My goal is, my sort of strategy here is, is to promote KW enough that he starts chipping away votes on, on the incumbent Brian Mast. Now, I don't know how much I can collaborate with Pamela on this because that could be... There's some election laws. Yeah, that, that could be dicey, Vic. Yeah. But maybe we should start our own super hey. PAC. <laughs> And start funneling money into KW. So, I mean, if I'm Brian Mast, I'm looking to my right going, who's this guy coming? This insurgent's coming, and it's starting to strip away votes to me. And then Pamela, she sails in, and that Mast loses all its wind. But the more more people see (laughs) KW, though, they're like, this guy's clearly, I can't vote for him. All right. Uh, Well, I'll talk to uh, Josh Watts. Put that cigarette out, you little scumbag. John Arvanatis. When she get, becomes available, Matt, you you plug her into the show. Yeah. What's up, John? Sefa Hyde. I like having fun. I like to laugh. Thank you. My 30 minutes. It's sagging in the middle. I have a stump the buff question for y'all today. Okay. If you have time. What's the What's the subject matter? What's the genre it is a okay. it is a beatles question okay quickly <laughs> all right all right so in 2007 uh time magazine chose vladimir putin as person of the year and a photographer went to shoot him and he was being characteristically kind of uh dicey and was like refusing to speak english and was being very standoffish 
and the photographer chose this moment to kind of try to like diffuse the situation and ask him if he listens to pop music and if he likes the Beatles. Uh-huh. And in that moment, he dismissed his translator and started speaking in perfect English and said that he loves the Beatles. Wow. What? Rocket, man. Okay, we, thank you. Oh, there's a question, though. Wait, is there, there's a question. Now, no, 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 there's a question. Uh, what was his favorite song? What was, oh, is it back in the USSR? Uh, my one clue was going to be that it is not that, okay. and it is not mm-hmm. Eleanor Rigby. Dizzy Miss Lizzie. I used to be cruel to my woman, I beat her. The one where he beats his woman? No, listen, we have got Pamela... I believe we have Pamela now. Can you okay, hear what's the Pam? song? It was, we it give was, you do. Ah! You <laughs> All right. Goodbye with your you question. About the, the what was the answer? What's the answer? What was the answer? Stand by, Pamela. Sorry, we we're just finishing a trivia question. Do you want to try to answer this question, Pamela? Um, what, what is what is um, Vladimir Putin's favorite Beatles song? Uh, was it? Well, that clip is from It's Getting Better All the Time. Hmm, correct. But that's just Doug. Uh, that's our um, sound guy playing around. What, maybe back in the... Maybe back in the USSR? That was my guess, Pamela, but apparently that's not the answer. Give us one more clue. Um, Oh, no, I'm sorry. The the questionnaire, give us one more. The guy that has has the answer, because I don't have the answer. It's a a Paul and John song, like, (laughs) later career, very popular. And thematically, it kind of makes sense with Putin. Hmm. Close. Get back. Mm. You guys are getting close. It is one word. Help? Later. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, we're calling customer service. I don't know. Heavy road. What One word. Um, uh, not today. Tomorrow. 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 Yesterday. Yesterday it is. Well, that's yeah. not a later that's, song. Isn't that a Paul McCartney All right, song? Sorry. Enough with yes. your questions. So, I'm sorry about that, Pamela. It's okay. As and everybody fut- calls me Pam. I'm Pam. not getting I'm calling you, you know, I'm calling you future congresswoman. That's what oh, I'm calling that, you. I'll take that too. Absolutely because you don't not. have that much a problem with that. I appreciate All right, stop Sorry, guys. Drops are done. Drops are done. Drops are on pause. Thank you for so much for calling in. Um, you know, it's very strange for me to get intimately involved in a congressional race that I have nothing to do with. I don't live anywhere near there. <laughs> but we <laughs> we had on this this guy, K.W. Miller, yeah, um, <laughs> last week. And I, I became aware of him like the week before because he sort of, whatever, I don't think he blew up on Twitter, but people started noticing this guy saying some pretty crazy stuff. So we said, hey, come on our show. And he foolishly agreed to come on our show. I think that was a mistake. I don't think it's a mistake for you because <laughs> I'm going to show you some the respect you deserve based on the things I've seen you say and the things that you uh, stand for. Absolutely. But what do you, first of all, let's get into you and then we can talk maybe about KW. You well, are, you know, where I, you come I'm from? What's to, your background? What's your history? I'm, I'm weird in my own way. Um, I am the daughter of a diplomat. So I actually grew up all over the world. My dad was serving the U S as a foreign service officer. I was born in Turkey, lived all over the middle East, went through divorce. Like so many folks did. I ended up in Oakland, California with my mom. So I went from Damascus, Syria to Oakland, Right. Uh, finished <laughs> college. And then we moved from Oakland to Lexington, Kentucky on the day that Elvis died. Um, and then we uh, moved back with my dad. I moved to Brazil for a while and then moved back. So I've been a lot of different places. Right. Um, I'm a 
you know, I, I uh, went to undergraduate and graduate school at UC Davis, uh, sure. great school, but just a big state school. Um, and Rodney King happened while I was in grad school and I copped a real serious attitude about it all. And I was screaming at the TV and it kind of hit me that I should probably be a lawyer because I like to talk <laughs> and, you know, yeah. justice kind of matters to me. Yeah. So I, I, I made a plan to go to law school. Unfortunately, I did not make a plan to pay for law school. Oh. So I ended up with these huge uh, debts, but I still, you know, my father was in the Navy before I was born and I kind of grew up with stories of the military and so forth. And so when I was in law school, this movie, A Few Good Men came out and I was like, ooh, I could do that. Great movie. Um, and so I joined the Navy and I became a Navy judge advocate. Um, I served in DC for a year, basically doing criminal defense work for all the sailors that got in trouble for a variety of reasons. Uh, and then I, I volunteered to go over to Bahrain, which is not far from Saudi Arabia. And I served there for two years. And basically I did two things. I, I still did criminal justice, but I also, you know, guys, maybe they needed a paper notarized. Maybe they needed their taxes filed. You know, right. maybe they were getting legal run services. Down by, yeah. Legal right. services. Exactly. And we had real problems with like indebtedness and, you know, things like that. So all of the stuff that you heard about in the military, I was dealing with sexual assault. We were still under don't ask, don't tell back then, which oh, I wow. still think is an abomination. Yeah. Um, that must've been tricky, and, huh? I mean, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible because I would get the guys, because, you know, everybody back then was living on the down low, but they were great sailors. They were great people. They were great patriots. And they right. were watching careers get blown up over something so wrong. You know, like, who do I, why do I care who you yeah. hang out with? That's not my issue. You were getting the job done for your country. And it was just, it was horrible. So I built a really strong passion for uh, standing with the LGBT community uh, for having gone through that experience. And then, you know, I got out, I went to big old white shoe corporate law firms trying to, you know, get my bona fides and, and pay for your law school, probably. Right. Mostly. Yes. Yes. You're exactly right about that. Um, I did. <laughs> I did end up paying like that $89,000 worth of debt off. But um, I also learned, you know, a lot about corporate America. And I always worked with unionized companies because I believe in unionization. So I never really dealt with non-union companies. I only wanted to deal with union companies. Mm -hmm. um, and I just learn how to negotiate, bargain, uh, argue, read, think, uh, write, argue. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, after a certain point, I just got to this place where I was like, okay, all that hard work that I put into being smart and educated and powerful, whatever, like I've got what I want and like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> right. So how so, do you just, yeah, how do you make that decision to run for, is this your first time running for office? It's not. No, no, okay. no. no. I, I'm no, no, no. I, th the first thing I decided to do was to run for United States Senate. Wow. Um, That's a big, I, I think, you know what? I said, go big or go home. Right. Um, no, the real, the real reason that I ran for U.S. Senate, there were some timing issues in that. But once I made the decision that I was not going to be a person who serves corporate interests anymore and that I was going to put everything I have into serving the people, once I decided that, then that was it for me. Like, that was my road to Damascus. You can't you know, turn back. Was, you can't, you can't look back. You got it. That's, I, that's I your, that's right. your location. That's your, that's, that's the, that's the path calling. you're on. That's my purpose. Um, and so I decided to go for U.S. Senate because, first of all, I just knew that my background was suited to that. I mean, I have foreign policy, military, national security, corporate law, union, like that's yeah. all federal law. So that's what I knew. But also, I just didn't think there was a reason why black women shouldn't run for Senate. We got a whole lot of white guys that do it with nothing in their background. Right. Like, 
you know, Rick Scott, who was our senator, he had never run for anything. He just happened to be rich. <laughs> yeah. I'm more talented than he is. So if he belongs in the Senate, then surely I do as well. So that's kind of how I thought about it. Of course, I didn't know anything about politics. So the less you know, yeah. the better, probably. Right. It's, I mean, maybe <laughs> I, I knew a lot about policy. Yeah. Um, I learned politics along the way. I, it was just me in my car driving 117,000 miles trying to convince anybody I could that I deserved to be in the Senate. And I convinced 175,000 Floridians to vote for me. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. Not that's not bad. Let's hear it. The, um, the Zoomers are applauding you, by the way. Some of them. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, I was, I look, I was just Miss Grassroots. All I did was go to the, I used to, I used to hang out outside the music festivals and just hang out, hand out palm cards, you know, like right. just try to make my case. So and you're not, then, you're not in, in cahoots with George Soros, who's, who's got the puppet strings coming from your back. You're just a regular person who wants to help, uh, help her community. Well, I'm not sure I'd say regular. Right. That would you're be a, you're like, extraordinary. We should ask her yeah, about the cute like, thing. I'm a though. bit of a unicorn in that way. I'm a weirdo, and I totally embrace that. Um, but, you know, I'm a hardworking person, and I'm really about the people, and I'm really about making my mission in life to use all of my passion and my fearlessness and my swagger and my badassery to fight for people, fight for policy that makes people's lives better. I just believe that it is exactly the job of government to make life better for Americans who pay taxes and who pay into the system and make our country function. I do not, I categorically reject the notion that the only role of the government is police and military and everybody else stands on their own. Nonsense. Amen. We wouldn't be the country we are Woo-hoo. if the government Amen. Didn't <laughs> Amen. I said, like, Doug. That's what I say. <laughs> you know, so I uh, want my government amen. to help my people. Amen. Okay, so. Pam, you are an underdog in the race. You're in a. Are you in a? You're in a red district. Brian Mast is, a, or is it? Or is it changing? Is it no, changing? No, 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 no. I'm not an underdog in any way, shape, or form. This is a truly purple district. It goes back and forth. If Barack Obama could win it, and it's been held by a Democrat as recently as 2016, then you better believe I can win it. Um, and the politics, it, it goes to the side with the strongest candidate and the most momentum. Yeah. And that's going to be me, just so we're clear about that. Folks, Office um, Hours listeners, Barack we are Obama? going to have a friend in the United States Congress in Pam here, and that's why we have to support her. And my, th- my, my strategy is to continue to breathe a little oxygen over there in the KW Miller zone. So, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I think it's we keep, we make mast look to his right being like, I got a problem over here. This, this guy's. This district is one that really can turn on 2,000 votes or less. Bingo. That's what happened mm-hmm. uh, back in 2014. Um, and KW is a nutter, but he, you know, we have more than a few um, nutters in our district. And, and it only takes, a, you know, it only takes three or, you know, if he, get, if he picks up two or three points, he can make uh, life extremely miserable for Brian Mast. And mm-hmm. he's going to challenge Brian on guns and things like that. And Brian's going to have to turn and kind of answer to that. Right. You know, so... I, I, nobody who would consider voting for me would ever consider voting for KW. I'm not afraid he's taking votes from me. That's right. not, that's not no, right. not at uh, all. But he definitely is going to raise attention to the district, which is important because we don't have a Senate race this year. Right. So Florida is being act, treated like the wicked stepchild, the redheaded stepchild of, right. the, of the election cycle when we really should be getting more attention. But I'm going to tell you something. Florida 18 is the tiebreaker district of Florida. Whoever wins 18 wins the state. So think of this, a black woman could win 18 
And if that happens, then a black woman turned Florida. Yes. And if that happens, that means a black woman ended Donald Trump. Why aren't you on the VP stakes? That's my question. You're just, you seem like a candidate created in a lab, a perfect candidate, if you will. And I'm throwing you 100% of my support. And we've never seen anything like it. I love it. I love it. You know what? And they're going to have their hands full. They're yeah. going to have their hands full. First of all, they can't call me a socialist. I've been a corporatist for too long. Right. They, they certainly can't call me unpatriotic. I mean, I know KW tried to come with me at that particular night, oh, but God. your butter knock is not going to touch me. Like, <laughs> I forgot the uniform. <laughs> like, no and I just, you know, I know myself too well. He ain't going to get there with me. Well, so. I, uh, you, here's the thing. I can't, KW came on the show and I treated him with zero respect. <laughs> I had, I interviewed, I had a chicken interview him. <laughs> And Vic here had a frog yeah, interview him, and people were like, "Well, why? That wasn't nice." I said, "Well, he has shown no respect nah, towards towards us." But and so I was not going to treat you that way and show you the difference. If you want to use the image of of me interviewing him with a chicken <laughs> in any any political advertising you want to do, feel free. It's it's a free donation. Maybe I don't want to break any laws, no. but um, it's a pleasure that I'm so glad you came on the show, and we're going to be watching that. Race carefully. If you ever want to call in or do anything with us, let us know. I'd be delighted. And hey, keep up the great work. You know, America needs a smile. It needs a laugh. Things are very, very tragic in our state right now. And it's really parody and humor and satire that's getting us through it. So thank you guys for what you do. Thank you, Pam. Um, Have a great day and good luck on the good luck out there in the campaign trail. Okay, good. All the best. You got all that. All right, that was terrific. Yeah. KCK. So. it's night and day. <laughs> Who's supporting KW after that nonsense? Florida men, Tim. That's, huh? that, that's who. Florida men. You know, Florida man. Yeah. All right. Um, this, he's the candidate for the Florida man. Boy, am I going to get in trouble from the yeah. people for that one, right? You just let her walk all over uh-huh. you. You didn't ask her any tough yeah. questions. Well, whatever. It's not. I'm not a. I'm not. What? Yeah, you're not Wolf Chris Blitzer. Wallace or yeah. <laughs> I don't Wolf. care. Tim, you know what you are? I'm a partisan. You know what you are? What? Fair and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's find out. I thought I saw Alex enjoying that interview. Alex, uh, you enjoyed that interview with uh, what? She's an impressive woman. Yeah. Oh, I got to do ask on you. It's an impressive I, woman. It's a funny joke, inside She's joke. She's a very impressive woman. Well, ma'am. She has my 100% support. We've never seen anything like it. What if I get the what if what if when the uh, soothsayers look back on this election, they must turn. This is a turning point. Honestly, it is. Mm. It's a turning point. <laughs> there's there's a period where you could look at look on there and say, Maron, that's when everything when it changed. Skyrocketed. Yep. Look this, my old. Oh, he just disappeared. Old Andrew Andrew Porter oh. is in the Zoom room. Andrew. I guess you could call that a. Dick. Is that you? Or is it just a lookalike? Be weird. Same name with the same name. That would be weird. Can't get him on here. Hello. Wait, what about the guest that's on? Does she? Oh, Alex, uh, did you have something you wanted to talk about? Chicken run related. No. Uh, no chicken run. No related. chicken run comment. Okay. No, I wanted to know how how Pam had the misfortune of ending up in Florida, but she's gone now. I want to know how Pam keeps the uh, the food from sticking to the pan. <laughs> No, it's me. Hey, Porter, oh, what's going go. on? Nice to see you. 
Wait, what about Hello? the desktop? Andrew, well, can you hear me? Did you have something you wanted to talk oh, about? Oh, mute your screen for it. Wait a minute. Come on. Andrew, you're, <laughs> you've got to mute the stream, man, buddy. This is his producer's time on one. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Wow. I want to know how... <laughs> Andrew, you there? You're on Zoom, Andrew. You have to mute your YouTube. Wow. Come on, let's go. I think, is Andrew Porter pranking me? This is Yeah, good seeing you, too. I don't... There's a delay happening right now. Okay. Let, let me. You gotta me, mute your stream. What? Andrew, you're. You gotta mute the stream. What? <laughs> oh, there you are. That fixed it, I believe. Give him oh. ten minutes. Oh, we mute. All right, Andrew. I'll have to explain this after the show. What about Edwin de, de Gauge? Wait. What happened with pa or uh, with? Uh, she asked her question. She oh, asked okay. her question. Okay. Alex. I mean Edwin. Hi. Hello. How's it going? Good. How can I help you today? Uh, well, you can't oh, really. I'm stuck in like a deep existential crisis, and I don't think it can help me. Well, what's the problem, man? Well, I don't know, man. I just like, I just don't know what I'm doing with my life. COVID's got me down. Um, yeah. What would you do? What are you gonna do? Well, you should you? start a Lemonheads cover band. Uh, yeah, those look like Evan Dando. Edwin, I give mean, me some. You look like Evan Dando. You're doing great. You're give me some. Uh, give me some basic info on yourself. There. Where are you? And what do you? Uh, how old are you? And what are you trying? What do you want to do? I know you say you don't know, but what does that look I like? Too. I moved to Toronto, Ontario. Wait a minute. We're having t we're having not great audio from you, Edwin. You have Canadian be. connection right now. I yeah, this is the bungled uh, igloo connection. You got the maple syrup hearing. jamming up the wires. <laughs> so yeah, you're in I'm Toronto. In, in front of the. I'm in Toronto. Strike one. Um, yeah, there's a little scene there though, isn't there? A little. I've uh, I moved here a week ago. I have a music degree. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to do. Yeah, that's why I came here. But How old are you, Edwin? Twenty-two. I love yeah. pretty music. Let me say something to you, Edwin. Young Edwin, I shall call you. Young Edwin. Anybody that... Doug, I don't need this. <laughs> this is positive. Oh, you want positive music now. Anybody that thinks they have it all figured out... Maybe not that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Calm down. The show's not over. Believe no. me, the show's just getting started. <laughs> Nobody should think that they have it all figured out in any way, shape, or form... At the age of 22. Forget that, brother. Edwin, you have just got to try to keep positive, try to have good relationships with people, try to try doing different things, get a job. Doesn't matter if you like the job or not, make a little money so you can go out to dinner once in a while when that's allowed. I don't know what the situation in Toronto is, but. Believe me, Edwin, I went through that. Everybody I know goes through a post-college depression or anxiety about what am I supposed to do? What can I do? You are in a very normal and happy and healthy place. I'm still Not happy. going through it. Vic doesn't know. I'm still going through it. I, yeah, you know too. what? I'll tell you something. I'll come clean. I, I uh, started uh, going to a therapist. Oh, wow. Yesterday. I did it years ago. 
But I've just been so anxious and, and uh, depressed and everything. I just said, gotta, gotta do it. I think I gotta start doing that, too. So I, I did that. Uh, it's kind of weird through Zoom. but So I, it, you know, it's a Zoom situation? Yeah, yeah. It, it's How did you find the Yeah, how did you find the, the person? Uh, through my insurance. I There's only a few that I, my insurance would take, and I just... Did that what is this music? Uh, yeah, it's like, seems uplifting though. I'm playing it, uplifting like, music. Uh, the news just turn it or off. something. Or, uh... Just turn it off. <laughs> but uh, no, 22 is so young, man. When um, I was 22. Yeah, yeah, like that's a, a you got you got a good 80 years ahead of you. It'll get like one percent better over the next when decade. I was 20, uh-huh. And then when I was you know, in your 30s, you'll be okay. Oh, quiet. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen go. how good I am. When I was 22, I didn't know what to do. I keep working every day of my life. A very healthy boy. And then I find my wife. And then I find my wife. Wife. Wife's purse. Make a stand for one time in your life. Edwin, you have a community here, by the way. Are you a member of the Patreon? You have. This group here, the Zoomers, maybe there's somebody that you can meet up with in Toronto, be a lady or a boy or a man. You say, hey, man, I was on office hours. You see me? I'm a big star now. Can I? Wow. Is that making you feel better at all or is it making things worse? Yeah, this is incredible. I I just hopped into Zoom and here I am. I can't Um, believe that um, when I was 22, if I was going to... Thank you, Edwin. All the best. I had no concept. I can't, I'm trying to think, Matt, where would I have been when I was 22? When I'm 64. I don't know if I knew you yet. I don't you think so. I think I was Philly. just graduated. I was living in Philadelphia. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to do something creative, but I had no connections. I had no way of, you know, expressing myself. And you just got to keep your head down. That, you know who's a good person to talk about this with is John Early. John Early can offer some perspective. John Early is my surprise guest. Tim, <laughs> Tim, are you here? Yes, I can Tim, hear you. Tim, you can hear me? Yes. You're so close so, to the camera, which I don't <laughs> mind. <but. laughs> okay. That's better. Um, now, why can't I see you? Is that, is that That's on your end, the- pal. Gallery view. Gallery view. Okay, one second. Huh? Okay, there he is. But the way my pin the videos. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how are you? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, did you hear that conversation we were having with Edwin? I heard a little bit, and I found it so um, gorgeous. Yeah, I I mean that you guys, um, you know, opened up about therapy. Vic, hi. I've never met you. You know what? I saw you one time in uh, D.C. We were at some a little uh, Elvis Costello event. Do you remember that? And I was too nervous to walk up and say hi. But Shut up. Yeah. El- I don't, an Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello with the Sam B thing? It was a Samantha oh, B party. Yes. You had a cool jacket on, I remember. Thank you. <laughs> I was um, turned. John, John <laughs> where were you when you were 22? Where were you in your vision of what your life could or should be? Do you even remember that? I do. Um, not well. I was okay. I was in New York. I just finished co- college and I was going through the same thing, like just absolutely racked with anxiety and, uh, and depression. And I, you know, knew I wanted to do comedy, but I was too scared to try it. Not that I'm saying try comedy. 
<laughs> absolutely oversaturated market. That's the key to happiness is comedy, is doing comedy professionally. <laughs> yes. When you're laughing all day, it's uh, it's a great life. Open mics. Open mics. Get into, you know what's good is get into the comedy store scene. Like those kind of people are good to be around. Absolutely. <laughs> the improv and yeah. such as. Um, but uh, no, I just, you know, I don't know. I was like doing, I was doing like theater I was in like kind of a corny theater troupe with my friends. We were very earnest and in New York. Yeah. Do you went to school? You went to college for um, for theater. What? No, I went to college. <laughs> no. <laughs> you went to wait a minute. You went to theater. You went to school. For <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my I, god! What up, guys? Oh no, I absolutely have a BFA in theater. But you went to what, like to NYU, or you went to like a real, I, like a real one? I mean. It's real. It, yes, I went to a, I went to a real program. It's a cattle call, you know. It's it's a it's a it's a scam. But you got out. You graduated, and then you're in New York, and it's nothing really col, 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 uh, connects right away. You're no, not, you're and, not and on I, Broadway. No. <laughs> well, in my case, I was. I, I um, and the depression was about the immediate success. No, I'm kidding. I, I you're um, in Rent when it, like, you're in the first <laughs> yeah. production of Rent. <laughs> Uh, is Rent good, no, by the way? I remember seeing Rent when it came out in New because I was living in New York too, and I was like, "Yeah, this I don't." I, and I love musical theater, but it wasn't for I me. I know you I, do. I really. I mean, I I had I did not see Rent until I saw like a touring production in Nashville as a child, <laughs> and I was like, it "Must not have been great." I, I had a similar experience where I absolutely <laughs> loved musical theater. I like worshipped guys and dolls. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little more classic, and but then but Rent, I just it didn't it didn't hook me. I was like, it, why honestly, can't these it's songs just the be constant better. singing. Yeah, and why couldn't That's the songs my problem. be better? You know, it's funny you you say about uh, like traveling versions of shows or like because yeah. I grew up doing a lot of musical theater in the community theater that yeah. it was in Allentown. And I mean, I've talked about this before, but that made me who I am. It introduced me to all this great culture and all these great people. I played. I can't imagine. Shut up. I can't imagine. (laughs) I'm going to mute you guys. Goodbye. I'm talking to John early. Show respect. Thank you. I can't imagine how kind of iffy some of those shows were were with like the, the dentist playing you know, the main character. Like, I remember seeing a show. I remember seeing Jesus Christ Superstar, which is one of my favorite shows. But yeah. it was, the band consisted of a keyboard player, a drummer, and a guitar player. Okay. Yeah. And the guy's doing what? The guy it's do- like a four-hour show. Yeah. And the guy doing Judas could not sing like rock. He couldn't sing rock. So when he was, like, if I was going to do Ju- Ju- uh, Judas, it would be like, Jesus! You know, like, he, Jesus! <laughs> But this guy'd have to go. Jesus, these <laughs> these things they say of you, they soon be famous. You know, <laughs> he could not rock sing, and I was like, yes. "This is bad." And then I watched Hamilton the other day on the yeah, which I have to. Say, I was like, "Fuck, this is good. It's well right. It's very impressive. It's very impressive." And we had to turn the subtitles. The same thing. On. It's music the whole time, yeah. and and so there's no, <laughs> there's no variation. I need I need like some dialogue. We had then... John on the show today, <laughs> and, um, but I, that I was thinking then I was like, what would a local production of Hamilton be like? 
absolutely insufferable. I mean, because it's so hard to do what they do. Choreography, the constant (laughs) choreography to like transition between scenes. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it. What would a high school do? Yeah, like my high school, my high school director always just had us go into circles for choreography. He'd be like, "I need half y'all on this side, and half y'all on this side." We just go in circles Uh, for the whole song. And you know what's funny about that theater, uh, community theater was these guys would get really invested and there'd be lots of drama. And I remember this yes. one director and there were a lot of gay guys and this was in the mid nineties. And so it was, it was not as, ex- not as sort of open and accepted, you know, but th- there's some of these but, real theater guys who are just, yeah, that was like their one place. Yeah. And there would just be tempers theater. and there'd be arguments about costumes <laughs> and <laughs> just like, really See, that's fun. what I like. Uh, that's what I was kind of secretly hoping for in my 20 was a more in my twenties was a more kind of nineties homosexual <laughs> repression, yes. but it's to all lead to a level of drama to give your life meaning. And, yeah. But people were more liberated by the time I got to New York and I was like, this isn't fun. Yeah. You're not special anymore. Yeah. You're not, yeah. Like, you, you're just another, I wanted like petty. I wanted to be like mad about like, <laughs> you know, we're not raising remember... enough funds for the, I remember this guy, we were doing a production of 1776. Do you know 1776? Well, of course, of course. And Who did you play? Did you really? I, I'll tell you something. And I'll, this should be something I release at some point because there is video of it. Oh, my God. I played... This, how old were you? Well, I was in high school. I played The Courier. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So The Courier has a song. He has a, a, a featured song, which is a very pretty, very sad song about soldiers dying in the revolutionary war and that's what you want it like, went you something don't want like the pressure of a huge character throughout you want like the one like show stopping right I, it's called mama oh mama da, 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 da. just this like this song about a son who's dying d- died in the war or something Oh my God! It was a showstopper. Everyone cried during that song. I bet Tim, and I bet you were so good. <laughs> it's the proudest my parents have ever been of me. Everything I've done since has been sort of just like that's different. Okay, but I loved when you sang that song. That was beautiful. That's I, I feel the. I mean, my parents are very sweet. I don't want to put no. them under the bus, but they do. My mom's always like, "Can't you do something like sing something a little more classical? Yeah. <laughs> Can't you sing a standard like where or when?" Yes. You know, well, she wants me to do what I was doing in high school, which when they were like both weeping in the audience. Did you watch that? Because um, I, I, I didn't see the documentary now where they spoofed it, but there's that that D.A. Pennybaker company. Have it's, you seen the original? You, it, it's one of my favorite pieces of art. It's so special. It is on Criterion, and I highly yes, recommend like it. Although I don't really like the music. Like, it's not my favorite piece of music from Sondheim. Yeah, yeah. But I don't what I don't even know what that show's about. It's really hard to know what that show's about. <laughs> well, but, it's again, it's kind of all music. Right. But, um, I I don't I've never seen a production of Company, but it's, it's about like a, a single kind of swinger and ever and everyone's pairing up around. Right. Them, I think, it's a lot of right? like like matchmaking and stuff and getting yeah. married. But what's amazing about it is the seriousness and sort of the. F- bluntness by which they the director and Steven Sondheim talked to the cast where it's it's so great it's like in the recording studio it's like it's just not happening it's just not yeah. there and we'll I want it to be there moment. yeah it's it's insane when she can't yeah they're, <laughs> they're like they're like you're 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 yelling it I want you to sing it 
Or he, no, they go. And there's literally no perceptible difference. No, there's not. But she and can hear she it. Like, and she's yeah. like, it sucks. I don't know what to do. I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but, I'll tell you why it sucks. You're not in front of an audience. Like, yeah. Costume, like feeling the magic of theater. You're in a weird, <clears throat> sterile studio. Yeah. Well, listen, you're. I want to play a game with you. Are you up for a game? This is a game. Absolutely. We... And then I want to, I want to end if you don't mind. Um, with, you want to end uh, now. With one... <laughs> oh, okay. No, 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 totally. Um, I want to end. I want to tell Edwin one piece of advice. Okay, good. Well, why don't you we do that now in case we forget? Great. Okay. Edwin, what I, here's, I, the, the anxiety of your age is so incredibly normal. I'm not trying to downplay it at all, but it is, it's universal. So you, you can have, you know, you, you can have um, communal support is all I'm saying. But the big thing is that there is, I do think the only way to deal with the pandemic and the special kind of anxiety that it's bringing on, I just think we have to become readers. It's my new, it's my new, we mm. can't social. We've all, we've been self-soothing with social media for like 10 years now, yes. but always in between actual human activity and like going out to eat or like doing something stimulating and now all we're doing is Twitter. Yeah. And it's so empty. And I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a wall too. And I just feel like this is the, all we can do is like reinvest in like reading. Well, that's, I, what do we read? Fox right. News I can't, or? I can't, I don't know. I can't believe you brought Twitter. this up no, because Twitter, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, it's so funny you brought that up because I was, I was on my list to talk about, I got sent Charlie Kaufman's book, Ant, Ant kind, it's called. He's just, Have you started it? And I'm, and I, and I am, and I'm reading. I'm like halfway through, and I forgot how much I enjoy reading a book. And I, it's been it's a while so since I've read a good novel. I've, you know, I, I read, but I don't read enough. And then I realized because we were up in in Montana on vacation, so I had some time where I was just like, you know, reading. And I said, I do love this, but I don't give, I don't schedule my life where I can read because. You get into that trap of going to bed and watching TV before you go to bed. And then, yes, exactly. And if I try to read before I go to bed, I fall asleep. So what I've been doing is I yes. read in the morning. Oh, my I get, God. I get, up so, I get up so early. But what I've been doing in my life is I get up early and then I start looking at Twitter and I start looking at the news and I go in this cycle. I so I said, give me like a half, even if it's just a half hour. Yes. Sit and read because the kids are still asleep mm. and I don't have to do anything. And it's time wasted normally. It's usually time yes. I should be doing something else. I've been reading a couple, like, you know, a half hour or something. And uh, reading a page a day would be more than any of us are reading. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, you have to just start. Yes. It's good. For, it is so good for I'm your mental health. It. it is I'm so good. I'm not doing it. But when I do do it, it's like <laughs> my, my brain, it's like such a deep tissue, like massage just in one direction. Yes. My problem is million directions. What's your problem? My Doug? problem is finding a book that like you really want to read because you that's getting hooked on a book is what you want. Getting hooked I on know. a book is special, sometimes you start one and you're like, this kind of sucks, but you feel like you should read it, but then you don't want right. to because you don't I'm like sure it. I'm sure Dinesh D'Souza has a book out or, <laughs> or maybe one of Bill O'Reilly's uh, Don, new one. Don Jr.'s new book is out. <laughs> There's a typo yeah, on the cover. I recommend oh, Don Jr.'s. Typos, right. his, I love Don Jr.'s books. Uh, <laughs> I read a few of them. They're always interesting. Um, all right, here's the game, John. The the okay. game is called Early Johns, and it's a okay. <laughs> it's okay. A, <laughs> it's a trivia game. Um, now, because I respect you and I like you, 
Um, I and I like making music. I made a whole theme song for this game, which I'm going to play no. now. But it's as it's so long <laughs> because I like it's a full song. So here's the theme song for Early Johns. Okay. Long, long ago. This is bridge. Who knows the chorus? Oh. Early Johns, early Johns. Early Johns, early Johns. Here's the bridge. That was my boy because he was down. My son was down here when I was doing the backup vocals, so he wanted to get on mic. All right, John. Play it again. In the world. Thank you. I'm gonna need a a file. I will send you a file. Okay. Here's the first question: Who invented the first flushable toilet? Uh, John Crapper. Whoa. It's incorrect. That's what that's what I would have said, but it's John Harrington. All right. Who was beheaded by Herod Antipas sometime between the years 28 and 36 AD? Um, wait, 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 I know this one. Wait, 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 I know this. I don't know it. It is a John. It's John okay. the... Great. <laughs> John the Baptist. John, John the Baptist. Someone's, someone's, I'm getting messages. Someone's trying to help me cheat. Oh, that's not fair. Really? I need Somebody? to close these. No, yeah, keep your lifeline up. open. You can cheat. Oh, shit, I did I'm going to just put my hand over it. <laughs> okay. Not a lot at stake here. <laughs> which, no, there's a lot. Oh, my here's a good one. Which, uh, which actor played Mark Anthony in the Winter Garden Theater's 1864 production of Julius Caesar? Oh, John Barrymore. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so confident. So confident with your wrong answer. An old actor. <laughs> oh, John Barrymore. Yeah, like you were just going to like home. Boom. <laughs> No, John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> of course. Shit. Did I get the first one? No. Oh. You haven't gotten any right yet. I haven't gotten it. No, I know. I know. Go, go, go. The goal is to get as few right as possible, by okay. the way. Okay. George Great. Washington. <laughs> Who served as, this is an easy one. Who served as the king of Bohemia from 1313 to 1346? <laughs> oh, I love this. Um, we all know this. You know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Jacob G. <laughs> John, no. John, John the Blind. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you know John the Blind? No. Well, John the Blind was the king of Bohemia <coughs> from 1313 to 1346. Wow. Yeah. Interesting guy. Didn't Couldn't see, apparently. <laughs> no sight. And Bohemia was, bo- were they Bohemian? Yes. In nature? Not in nature, no. That's just a coincidence. Okay, okay. (laughs) Name the philanthropist who founded a university, a hospital, that's a key word there, and a medical school in Baltimore in the late 19th century. John Hopkins. Bingo! 
very proud. Okay, if you get one more right, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> Which founding father famously said, liberty once lost is lost forever? Which founding father said, liberty once lost? John Adams. Correct. All right. Here's our... Hold on, stop it. Who's all right? Here's the, the final <laughs> final that, question. New Bohemians. Uh oh. Edie oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Doug was playing Edie Bacall in the well, New Bohemians. He was singing along with it. He knows it. I love I love that song. Paul Simon's wife. Um, I know. Yeah. What's that like every She's day? She's no longer a Bohemian after marrying that millionaire. <laughs> yeah. What do you think that's like every day with Paul Simon and Edie Bacall? <laughs> <laughs> she looks at him like God. This guy's so small. <laughs> <laughs> And is he wearing? I wonder if he's going to be wearing the hat or the wig today. That's my. <laughs> I love Paul Simon, maybe more than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's the audio clue for the for the final question. Okay. Name the subject of this song. Oh my God, John Jacob Jingleheimer. Yes, there he is. Can I ask you a question? Why do we know? Why do we know who J- John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt is? Why is that of any? Why is that those? There's those things that just lodge themselves in your I brain know. where it's like, that's more important to me than so many other important things. Knowing know. about John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, and it feels anti-Semitic. I will be honest; it feels like a kind of early implanting of anti-Semitic yeah. um, um, thought. Well, listen, you are a friend of the show. Thank you. I, I'm honored. I, I truly admire all three of the people in the room. And I Thank want you. to say Nick. Matt. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you have no reason to admire Matt for anything. Okay. You don't know who okay, well, Although Matt's wife, can I say this? You Matt's wife man. is a writer on Search Party, Christina Lee. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love cool, man. And, and by the way. the best shit on that show. Christina is one of the greats. We should have her on. I'd love to. Um, Absolutely. Search Party is on uh, HBO Max now. It is. You're right. You know what else is on HBO Max? Me, the thing that you, speaking of musical theater, the thing you and I did. Where we are played, I forget. It's the Emperor's New Clothes. Yes. And it's a cartoon for kids that you and I both did did, uh, characters in with Alan Alda and Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. And it's this like. It's on. Oh. It's on HBO Max. It's it's like a short. It's like a version of the. Uh, it's a musical version, cartoon musical version of the Emperor's New Clothes story, and you and I sang this song together, like a musical. Like our Crosby. hearts out. Yeah, it was weird. I think I think we both probably approached it as we would approach most kind of voiceover jobs, like absolutely zero preparation, <laughs> yes. and then and then we walked in thinking we kind of phoned it in, and it was like literally like three to four songs, like full accompaniment. And we were yeah. like, and there was like a Broadway, like musical, like arranger there. And we yes. were like, oh, it was like that. It was like that so company. Scary. It was like that, that company. Yes. It, it was, I was at some point, I, I think you and I both were like, this is about as good as we're going to get at this. So like, I didn't <laughs> know you were looking for this Broadway level performance. <clears throat> Yeah. I'm doing my best, and I can carry a tune, I but I have so many great ideas. <laughs> have you watched it with your kids? No. I started looking. I was scanning through it this morning because I've never watched it, but and I was looking yeah, for our s- scenes, and it you know, it looks good. It look, I'll have to show it to my kids. 
I feel like we were very funny and, and it really tapped into like a kind of deep, as we talked about earlier, like our deep like communion theater love. Yeah. And I, I love when I get to have that kind of experience with, where I felt like I was way out of my league or I was kind of like anxiety ridden by this experience. But then you were there and we looked at each other being like, is, are you feeling yeah. this? <laughs> like, are you, yeah, yeah, this is are you confused yeah, by yeah. this too? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so was, that was, was good. It was a good bonding because we don't, I mean, I, we've never really worked together. No, we, I was thrust into that with you and it was uh, yeah. intimidating, you know, for other and reasons. For I me. think one of the, by the way, I just finally, I just think one of the best things absolutely ever produced was the five, five, five series with you well, and Kate. Who produced it? We produced it, but right. I mean, yeah. You produced it. I have not, I had nothing to do with it. Just that I was so proud to put our, slate at the end of it if it's on where do you see that on vimeo it's on vimeo it's called what? 555 you oh. unfortunately have to pay 399 yeah big deal folks <laughs> how about just paying f- fucking three bucks to see some something that i you know feel very strongly about is one of the one of the most it's first of all it looks great you guys are amazing it's so good i was like listen there's a lot of shit out there folks let's be honest i agree and this is and not that i like to break the noise Yes, but, um, it breaks you know, through. Break it through the roof. Back a little bit, but I, you should watch it. Tim and Eric produced it, and it's me and Caperland and live. You what know, else living do you need to Cinematic know? dreams. All right, let's see those numbers skyrocket, and suddenly Vimeo's calling. Like, I don't know what happened. Suddenly, a million, we have, we, have, we just made three hundred million dollars on this. <laughs> so we can finally pay Kate and John back. <laughs> Come on. All right, John. Thank you for calling Thank in. Thank you, guys. I really you. love you. And Edwin, I love you. Oh, I love you, too. Edwin, we love you, too. Goodbye. See you, John. See you, John. I do this funny joke. Goodbye! Do that for me. What is this guy? I have so many great I'm asking you to do this. Fuck it. Hey. Wait. Hold on. I don't like this magic. Ionize.org. We don't know what that is. Okay. That's not some kind of hate site, is it? Uh, church lady, it, it was my last dipper. Hey, uh, Doug. Doug. Yes. Any super comments you want to tell me about? Not as many as I'd prefer, but uh, mm. let's see if there's any I can see here. There, I mean, the comment, uh, the comments are just going crazy right, right. now. But a lot of freebies. A lot, a lot of people. Of, yeah, a lot of. They're all freebies. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, not gonna even talk the, about these freebies. The free ones. No. There's. Okay. All right. Somebody wants to pay. We'll read. Someone it. Someone says but. you're cute, Tim. Now, do you do you have anything to say to that? Do you think you're cute? I'm adorable. Q. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said cute. I'm like Dylan. I got to get my drop guy on that. I'm adorable. Drop. I'm cute. Oh, there's some clown in here who says six. That's pretty fun. Six. He says the letter, the number six, a lot. And, you know, hmm. 
Oh, somebody says they love me. That's nice. Somebody, Ed, should we talk to um, a Zoomer? Yes. Let's talk to a Zoomer because these... Let's go! There's no super chatters. It's to, a cesspool you know, in there. There's I no super away. chatters for us today. Ed, Everardo? Everardo is holding up a note yeah. and I can't read it. But he apparently has something. Yes. Somebody's asking. Hey. Hello? Can you hear what me? What is it? Yeah, what's up? I, uh... I actually have a question for Vic, of all people. Oh, hey. Of all people. So, what is it? Like, like, what? It's free man. to choose from. It's yeah. not like some crazy thing. That, huh. What is yeah, it? So, <laughs> What's your question? <laughs> okay, well, believe it or not, Vic, um, I am also, you're, you're Vic Berger the fourth, right? I am. <laughs> I am also a fourth. What? For real? Isn't that crazy? I've and never met my, another fourth. Hmm. Honestly. The weirdest thing is that I thought I was Triscuit a just gave one ninety nine whole life. Thank you, Triscuit, for the Thank super you. comment. That's awesome. Thank you, Triscuit. Anyway, I just uh, Look at these I was fourths. wondering. You know what I'm saying, Tim? Vic, these fourths. What are you the fourth? What's your name? Can you Everardo say? Ramirez? Everardo. Everardo. He, he's like I came in fourth place at the spelling bee. I'll tell you what. I had, of it, I had enough of it though. I wasn't going to carry it on. My son is not named. Victor Burger. Why fifth. did you put an end to the okay, tradition? That was, that was my question. I killed that was my it. question. Yeah, it was because uh, I feel. Yeah. Go ahead. Like there's a lot of pressure to keep that keep the name going when it's already been four generations. But oh, yeah, what absolutely. do you sh- how do you shorten uh, how do you shorten Everardo? Rena Moon with the two dollar two euro. <laughs> um, <laughs> my friends just call me Ev. <laughs> I'm not calling you Ev ever. <laughs> yeah, you could call me Ever. Oh, she loves Vic as well. Um, Rena says. Well, oh, Jacob with nice. the one ninety nine. Well, Thank you. Well, that's awesome. So, yeah, I guess. Are Vic, you are you gonna are you uh, gonna carry it on? Make it make a fifth? I don't know. Or a sixth? I mean, I, I don't have any plans to have kids anytime uh, soon. But if I do, it, yeah, you're. I mean, I think my parents were a little. Bummed. Why are you sticking on the Matt? Why are you sticking would, on me on the camera? <laughs> Super Josh. A conversation between Vic and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm thinking my parents guy. didn't really say it, but I think they were a little. Can I pick my nose in peace uh, for a second while Vic and this guy ramble on about nothing? <laughs> Super commenter Josh. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, we have a Cheddar King with ten dollar with a ten dollar comment. Good lord, guys! Wow, stop that. Um, <laughs> Listen. Well, thanks. Stop thanks, that. Yeah, no, question. Thank yeah. you, Cheddar King. Uh, and before I go, I have to. Something to, something to say to you, Tim. Go ahead. Ooh, Vic should adopt I, Edwin and rename him Vic the Fifth. This is from a super commenter. I know. You wow. got to give him wow. his comment it is valid. It's, it, it is, is a great not. comment. Vic should adopt Edwin and You're rename him Doug. Vic the Fifth. I am trying right, to establish some... some, some uh, <laughs> What's this guy's called from his bathroom? No one cares about this I guy. am yeah. trying to establish some kind of... <laughs> I am trying to establish like some kind of order, some kind of structure here. So the right. super commenting commenting is closed because our caller here <laughs> wants to say something to me personal. Now the floor is yours. And I hate how he holds that little mic to his mouth. It's Come like, on, get, <laughs> Doug, don't be so nervous. No, that's my biggest pet peeve in life. What does he? Um, what okay, do you have to say to I'll me? Let, I'll let the mic free fall in. If I there we go. Sounds way audio. better. Now I hear I'm it, with Doug. Now hold it up. What do you want to say to me? And make it nice. Don't be okay, no. Don't I, be critical. Tim, I um I was supposed to go visit. Los Angeles this spring, but obviously I couldn't uh, travel to the United States. I'm in Canada, but uh, I was going and I w- wanted to stay in Glendale because you've your album in Glendale has kind of like romanticized Glendale for oh. me. 
well, kind of be... like in the way that like Woody Allen kind of like romanticizes oh, like New York. Jesus, You're like, you know, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I like it's dynamite. I had this idea that I needed to go to Glendale because I yeah, really the pilgrimage. loved that album. I got no recognition um, from Glendale City Council or from the mayor. Nobody wants to deal with me. It's a nice place, though. It's okay. I heard uh, NPR used your song uh, one time. They were doing a report on Glendale. And it was a, they did. They, they, asked, they asked. They asked. It was interesting. They asked, oh, they asked my permission. A, wow. And uh, I said yes for a very substantial fee. <laughs> um, Take that. But anyway, money. if if any if the borders open up eventually, I would like to visit Glendale. And do you have any local recommendations? Well. Um, I, or I what love, is Glendale? It's just it a, a it's a it's like a it's hard to define. It's a neighborhood of it's like a it's a city, but it's it's a it borders Los, the city of Los Angeles, so it's on the east side. It kind of connects to well, Glen is a narrow valley, okay, <laughs> and then Dale, but, yeah, what's a Dale? is um it's a valley. A Thank you so much. So it's a valley valley. Uh, if you look up the definitions, Glen is a narrow valley. Dale is a valley, especially a broad valley. So what the fuck is it? Calm. A narrow valley or a... Would you Glenn calm down? getting very angry. What are you all... Right, now I'm pissed off about the stupid name about wow. Glendale. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, calling in through the Zoom room, I feel like I'm Professor X listening to every like voice in the world. It's crazy. <laughs> How many people loved the early John song? Anybody? Any fans? It sounds like it's great. It sounds like Kinks. Yeah, it's very Kinks inspired. Of course it is. All right, listen, listen. Join us now at the uh, Office Hours After Hours by going to Patreon.com/slash/OfficeHoursLive, and we'll be talking about cigars. And maybe Jeremy Renner. We'll see. We keep promising Jeremy Renner, but we never deliver. Jeremy Renner will not be calling in, and I believe much more. So see you soon. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. Thanks to Pam Keith and to John Early for calling in today. Fun show for me, and hopefully it was a fun show for you. Goodbye.
That's their concern, not mine.